just cause I love my podcast. Working fans. I shed blood for my podcast. Ra-da-da. Let a podcast holler where my podcast. The pussy at. All I want to hear is right here, my podcast. Somebody say something about a podcast. You won't take this from me, baby. You will not take this from me, baby. Fans, welcome to the Working Fans Podcast presents AKA Slippery Joe's Funhouse, where we bring you a bonus podcast each week presenting your favorite podcast's favorite stuff. Now, we have some Tape Trader's Guide to the 90s coming up. We have some Cult in Connecticut. We'll be bringing you some Peter X. Morosky and a variety of other things through year two. Let's fight ten. The untold story of him wrestling as a Von Erich. LanceByChance.com Fans, welcome back for another week of Working Fans Wednesday. I will be joined shortly by AJ Strangebrew and the man they call Dave. And we're going to do a live 531 on future stars of wrestling, as well as talk tonight's AEW card. Now, in addition to the social medias listed there, you can find us on Twitch at FansWorking. Our email is workingfanswrestlingpod at gmail.com. Our YouTube is youtube.com slash C slash workingfanswrestlingpod. Our website is workingfanspodcast.com. Now, as you know, we are brought to you by a variety of great sponsors. First up, 482designs. That's F-O-U-R-8-2 designs at gmail.com. They can help you out with any t-shirt, sticker, screen printing needs. Email them over there. They are great. WrestleTopia at WrestleTopia on Twitter, WrestleTopia on Facebook. I've told you before, JD Sloan, he's been on the show. Great guy, offers up some great Google Drive sales if you're a tape trader or great wrestling memorabilia if you're into that. Go check them out at Twitter and Facebook to see what they have. You know that Dave and I are the commentary team for Knockout Wrestling and AJ is the brains behind Knockout Rewind, the new Knockout podcast. Check them out. Currently, their social media is still Renegade Wrestling on Facebook or you can go to knockout-shop.com and buy a Working Fans podcast shirt 
or buy a shirt of any of your favorite knockout favorites. Lance, by chance, you saw the commercial at the top of the show written by Vinnie Barry and Lance Vaughn. It's the story of how Kevin Vaughn became Lance Vaughn, Eric, and then Lance Vaughn, his life before wrestling, how he got into the business, and even more wild of a life outside of the business. I'm getting tongue-tied because I've said it all before. I say it every week. If you're a wrestling fan, even if you're not a wrestling fan, this book is very interesting and anyone can enjoy it. Now, last but not least, we are brought to you by The Buzz. That is our podcast network, our podcast family, if you will. I'm going to play a short commercial detailing the other live shows that we offer over at The Buzz. And then after that, we'll get into the Live 531 talking future stars of wrestling. Tell them that's what we're ready for. War. Tell them that's what we're ready for. War. Bringing that to competitors. Till we see the confetti fall, be ready for war. Tell them that's what we're ready for. War. Tell them that's what we're ready for. War. Bringing that to competitors. Till we see the confetti fall, be ready for war. Tell them I'm ready in the opponent. The crown heavy and every minute it shows it. A path only fit for kings. And you wanna know what this court means. What did you win this for? If it isn't getting more rings, then you're gonna have to switch your Team. Uh, trust me, it gets more mean. I'm a nightmare going up against your dreams. First step is explosive like a bomb hit. Bet if I let it fly, I cannot miss. And you ain't got a chance to top 10 when you get clamped all night by your locksmith. On the block, open lobs to my top bigs. I'm a chef, no look with the top dish. Tie game through the pressure with the clock ticks. Cross over, step back, hit a shot. Quick. Now, guys, how are we doing this week? Someone say something about fired up. <laughs> All kinds of fired up, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Now, before we get into the live 531, obviously we have a big announcement for everybody. Absolutely, Joe. We got to talk about AEW. They're moving to TBS. They're going to be with quarterly specials on TNT and Rampage. I heard about that just before we were going on the air. Are are you excited about them going to TBS? I'm very excited, and I can't believe you're breaking say, that you're, news. You're very intense. You didn't even give us the breaking news on that one. That's the I couldn't help it. You told me, but we do have other breaking news, don't we, Joe? Yeah, Dave. Do you want to do the honors? Should I? I mean, I just laid in. I thought we had something else going on. <laughs> <laughs> so this is obviously a well planned spot. Like I thought there was I feel only like... commercial to run in here. So that's all right. That's all right. All good, baby. All good. Listen. So the big news, guys, is yes, AEW Dynamite got the little show. <laughs> Check it out. They're gonna be moving. Good for them. But your premier organization. The Working Fans Podcast on the Buzz Network. We're going to be moving. All right? You got to check us out. This is like Saturday morning, afternoon wrestling. All right? We're going to be on in that Saturday, 1 p.m. time slot. All right? Now, not right away. 
We're taking a couple weeks off. We're going to make you wait for it. We know <laughs> you want it, but we're going to make you wait for it. And June 5th, we will be back after tonight, live Saturday, 1 p.m. afternoon. Like you used to watch wrestling around that time anyway. Come on, guys. That was more smoother than I could have done it, and it's actually happening because I finally got out of the fucking grocery business. I Mm -hmm. think it's going to be a little bit better on this end, and sadly, we just had to kind of move things around, and we want to stay live on the buzz, so Saturdays it is. My my boy, Randy Oscar is going to catch us on Saturdays. I know you're there, Randy. Throw your W up in the air. Woo! Working fans, baby. He's going to have to catch the replay because I feel like that's prime time for him. That's like the middle of his day. I'm I know. That's lunchtime. That's lunchtime. Cut up one of those pigs. Get yourself some bacon and make yourself a nice bacon and cheese sandwich. You need to cut, cut that pig. <laughs> I thought that was going to be date night for Dave. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where's those pigs at? <laughs> Go for that yeah. pig. Enough with the slap dickery. You got the big news. We'll be on Saturdays, but our last Wednesday, we are going out in style. Right now. Live 531 on the top <laughs> future stars of wrestling. How excited were you guys to put together a list for this? Very I'm going to check it out right now. I actually... Um... It was also yeah, incredibly hard because there's so many bright spots in wrestling right now. Yeah, I want to mix mine up a little bit. Yeah, I did a few different promotions, but there was a, one promotion in particular, I think, that uh, shined a little bit for me. So we'll get Now, to that how, what were kind of your criteria for picking a future star of wrestling? Did you have any specific cutoffs? Was there I, anything that you're like, it's got to fit this framework? I tried to get people in their 20s, and I also tried to get people that um, – like unlike MJF, who I think I mentioned when we actually did this on the audio version about a year ago, whatever, he's already been in main event pay-per-views and main event segments enough. So it's like to me, now you're kind of beyond prospect. So I just, you know, I tried to get guys that, you know, maybe main evented a dynamite or two, but you know, weren't at what I consider the world championship level yet. And I do, even though MJF doesn't have that title, I consider him like a potential world champion. It's tough because I didn't necessarily want to put an age limit on it because I think mm. some of the up and coming stars right now who are finally getting a break. AJ's hopefully on this list next. That- yeah. <laughs> ah, We're talking about he he to, like, Yeah, he doesn't want footage to be like, you can't say I didn't say that. I said it's <laughs> an ageless thing. It's an ageless thing. <laughs> no judgment. <laughs> I just gave him an idea. He's like, fuck, I, he threw me off. I am. Um... <laughs> I'm excited. I kind of want to read my list, guys. Actually. All right, give us a question. You're ready to yeah. go. I will, yeah. I know you got some people here today, too, for us. But uh, I got Jungle Boy. Um, to me, Jungle Boy Jack Perry. And by the way, I love that Jim Ross calls him Jungle Boy Jack Perry. I know some people didn't like it, but to me, it's like, give me a sense of realism. Like, I don't want him just to be called Jungle Boy coming in there on Luchasaurus' shoulders, spitting out little water. Fuck all that, all right? I want him to be a serious contender, which I think AEW does a great job. I love the fact he has a submission hold in the SCF as a finisher. And I love that they pull out stats on him and being so active. And you know, I, I think it's great. I think the buildup's been great. And uh, he was announced on uh, AEW Dark last night as being in the Casino Battle Royal. And they even did a little video on him about how he would love to be, you know, TNT champion. But this is a great opportunity for him and how he made his debut at the Casino Battle Royal. And with that kind of video package and that push, I know he's not going to win the world title yet, but he's a dark horse of mine to win that casino battle royal. Now, he's got skinny legs. 
if you talked about that. <laughs> Another guy who's got probably skinny legs, but I want to include on here. I want to have something um, a little different. I just don't want to go AEW, WWE so much, but uh, Ace Austin. Um, to me, Ace Austin's a guy I've seen in Independence. He's a bit on the small side, but he's also gotten – he's put on some size over the last year or so. And he's a guy I think Impact sees something with, and he's always – Kind of, he's gotten better on the mic, and I think he's still very young. And he's somebody we could see in AEW or WWE, probably preferably AEW, given his size. That uh, could be something in the future. I'm excited about his prospects. Okay, another guy we're covering on the uh, audio tomorrow a little bit. Uh, Brian Pillman Jr. Uh, huge fan of this guy, and I think uh, the dark side of the ring story about his father, ironically, is going to be one of the things that propels this guy in the next year or so. I think he's become the ultimate babyface, And I think that, um, you know, him and his tag team partner, Griff Garrison, uh, both could be on this list, but I, I like filming a little more. And so he's my guy. Now my final two, AJ, don't think I didn't put any women on this list. Britt Baker. All right. Now I know that, you know, like I didn't put MJF cause you know, he's going to be in the world championship, but to me, Britt Baker has made such an astonishing turnaround in her short career and continues to improve so much that she became like one of the best, not women, but best talent overall on the mic. And now and we saw all about a month or so ago with that lights out match with Thunder Rosa, that the in-ring skills have kind of caught up to that. She's just on fire. She's cooking on all cylinders. Everything's working for this girl. And I think she's a main event talent. That's going to turn this promotion around. So when I say Brit's one of the top prospects, I mean, like, that's the one that's kind of like right now, like it's going to probably start like uh, in a couple weeks. So look out for Brent. And uh, final guy, you know, this might be a guy who's not making a ton of waves as much as the other guys because uh, he's over in the UK. But he's only 22, 23 years old, if that. Tyler Bate. All right. He's Tyler already Bate. mentoring people. Tyler Bate <laughs> is without a doubt – that's just, what happens when you win the title at 18. You can, yeah, he's just by so, like 23. He's, he's so, so good. The match he had with Walter before the pandemic, off the charts. Uh, the matches he's had with Pete Dunne, like, again, he's also been wrestling since he's 12 years old. So, superb, absolutely a huge fan of this kid, and I hope he gets a chance to sign continually. That's my list, baby. I agree with he's you. He's lost in funny story about him. I saw him. I was at the Bound for Glory that was in the Melrose Ballroom that had LAX versus LAX where they tore up the ring. Mm. And he was actually just like a dude at that show. I don't know if he was showing up trying to get noticed, trying to get a job. Mm. But it's funny how he's come from there to like a year and a half later being in the in the Federation. Yeah. Yeah. And just had the most outstanding matches. Uh, actually, everybody knows I'm a Jim Ross mark and I'm not taking a shot at Jim here, but I would say one of Jim's really last great calls. And I, I think he's fine, but like that energy, like from the era that I love Jim, um, is that match he had at in Chicago with Pete Dunn, like a couple of years ago at uh, one of the takeovers. For yeah. The, that was yeah. a real good one. Yeah. And Jim was on fire. He, he wrote the music for it, and they did an awesome job, and everything just clicked, and uh, that was like Pete Dunn became a UK champion as well. So, awesome job. Nice. Now, AJ, you want me to throw out a couple lists before you do yours? So, we got a yeah, couple. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So, That's for- it. Now, 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 let me ask you a question real quick, because mm. obviously this is a lot of open interpretation. 
Sure. Uh, do you think Pete Dunn is actually still in the prospect position where he? I can thought actually... about putting him down. I, ultimately, I went with younger because I think uh, that's a good thing. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm just definitely... I'm just not sure winning the UK NXT Championship is enough yet to have marked you far enough out of the range where you can. Um, I feel the same way about it. Walter. And this is where it's open to, to interpretation. Um, because if you look at some of the guys on my list, like um, Jungle Boy, they haven't won a major title yet or anything, but he's been built up a certain way, and he's on a primetime wrestling show. Um, yeah. You know, and then there's other guys too, uh, like and, and women like Britt Baker, you know, who's killing it. But then you have Ace Austin. I mean, you know, what? I don't want. I'm not knocking Impact Wrestling. But again, we're but, defining but what does the X division title mean in the grand in the grand scheme of things? In the grand scheme point? of things, right? But that's it. Yeah. It's all about prospect, and I think these yeah, guys absolutely. have the potential. The like, potential yeah, I'm just trying there. to set. Yeah, I'm just trying to set some guidelines as we go forward on these lists. It's very. Hard. I mean, a couple of people I wanted to put on mine. I wanted to put Leon Ruff on there because I feel like there's enough raw talent that you can see the genesis of right now. Mm. But it felt like he's almost too new. Them legs. Them legs, Joe. Same with Lee Moriarty, who was just holding the IWTV Independent Championship. I wanted to put him, but I feel like that's his first step on the way to being a future star. I see things there, but I couldn't include him. Yeah, because we're not going to do my list yet, but I'm going to tell you there's some very independent wrestlers on mine that haven't even grazed the uh, major federation. Put yeah. Seth uh, go ahead. Sorry. I wanted to put yeah. in, uh, Ren Narita on there, but I feel like he's another one of those that there's such prospect on him from how they're presenting him, bringing him out with Nagata to AEW, having him get matches on dark. But we still haven't seen, especially in Japan, when you come out of that young boy culture, everything's about taking away the personality and just making you a sound wrestler. So I don't know. See that in him yet the other thing that i tried to keep in mind when i was thinking of new japan because at first i was thinking you know i could put some of these new japan guys on there but then i'm like wait a minute they they've made it new japan's a huge freaking federation and i think it's a little insulting to um say oh you haven't made it on american tv yet so some oh, of those fantasma. guys yeah so some of those guys i left alone now i'm gonna bring you chris zauha brought us a list he's got ace austin diana perrazzo and jungle boy interesting Responding to him, Jason Gross said, I think once Brian Pillman Jr. goes all heel, so Dave might have bring that up tomorrow. Yes, he also brings up he likes Alex Hammerstone a lot. Oh, to which now said, How did I forget about Hammerstone? That's what I just said too in my mind. So it's a good one. <laughs> and he also hopes Jacob Fatu and I got Lana Fatu, but that can't be right. I don't know who Lance oh, Fatu. I'll break you, crush you. <laughs> when you when you see Lana Fatu, that bitch is bad. Fatu, I have to see in the E. She bad as a motherfucker. Fine as hell, too. Now, one more list before we'll take AJ's. We'll do a couple more lists. Or we'll do this list. I'll do mine and a couple more. Then we'll hit AJ in event yeah. spot. Yeah, Alpha, that is remember Rock and Randy's Rock and Wrestling Group has Hammerstone, Fatu, Richard Holiday, Dak Draper, and Josh the Goods Woods. It's interesting to see he included a couple ROH guys in there. I thought about that. I just watched a match with Josh Woods and um, Silas, and they tore the house down. And uh, 
Yeah, I thought about Josh, but he's another one I didn't put down there. But I don't, you know, I love my list, but I will say this uh, Hammerstone is definitely one I regret not putting on there, though. <laughs> yeah, now I got Diana Perazzo. Mm. I got Alex Coughlin from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Had to put former guest of the show, Richard Holiday. <clears throat> Brian Pilmer Jr. was almost too tempting not to put on the list. And then it, Dave, I put on MJF because I think he's still young enough where this is his first shot at the big time. When he gets that title, that'll be like another milestone. And then he'll just put title and title and title after that, I think. I mean, no arguments here. I mean, the man is... um a superstar already that's the only reason why i didn't put him on him i think uh he actually said in an interview didn't he recently um uh, was it something like one of the best wrestlers at 23 and he said horse shit i'm one of the best wrestlers so yeah and it's man. that confidence that he has that's wild now kevin dignam from rock and randy's rock and wrestling group has he's digging him, brother how indignant <laughs> He's got Cameron Grimes, Pillman Jr., and he also has Jungle Boy. I did. I did admit. I uh, I thought about Grimes too, but I'm like, I want to see a little bit more. And there's, but he's definitely. I mean, I hey, love Cameron Grimes. It's not crazy to think this guy's career is going to the moon. I I actually watched a little bit of NXT last night, and I was thoroughly entertained by him like i haven't watched in a while yeah. and i was like god i can't wait for this guy to be on screen the whole time i i love his interactions with ted DiBiase. damn ted DiBiase. <laughs> no idea, no no idea where this could possibly be going with 60 right. something year old um disabled ted DiBiase. <laughs> it's very Can we put that million dollar dream on him son? by the way ted DiBiase. On my prospect list. <laughs> <laughs> now, before we go with the man of the hour, AJ Strange Brew, we've got fan His of the lover, show, Randy Osga. <laughs> <laughs> He's got Max Caster, Moriarty, wow. Ricky Starks, Wheeler Yuta, mm-hmm. somebody that I'm not familiar with, Christy Janes. Oh, she's on oh, SWE Fury. Wow. Okay. And yeah, she's enforcing the Jake rule and Damos. Man, Randy hitting us hard. That, that is a hell of a list. That might be the best list of the business right now. Wow. <laughs> and he's got Randall. a lot of like, Max Caster, Ricky Starks on TV, Lee Moriarty, not. Wheeler Yuta's seen some time in ROH. Mm-hmm. And he's digging in that SWE theory for Christy James. I like to think yeah. I got my boy started on that. Welcome, <laughs> All right. <Randy>. So. <laughs> So unlike the undercarder man called Dave, I do have Hammerstone. (laughs) (laughs) I actually have Chris Dickinson. The reason why I have Chris Dickinson, I don't know if you guys saw um, the card this weekend on the 15th, but him and Royce Isaacs had a freaking hell of a match. They just, that that was a hell of a banger. And then, and then that was live from Las Vegas, by the way. So hell of a, hell of a card. What show Um, is this? uh, GCW. And it was live from um, Las Vegas, the 15th. Oh, okay. Uh, Zoe Starks Starks is making my list. I think (laughs) Zoe Starks has the utmost potential. She's got Mm. great athletic ability. She does have a presence to her. There's something, there's an it factor there. Um, Even against Tony Storm, who we absolutely love. And I don't think it's been. Sidebar. Yeah. 
By the way, sidebar Tony Storm last night. I know we're not talking about that. Hell of a finishing move. I that new finishing that. move is fucking insane. I thought I she killed Zoe like Starks. Yeah. Um, and then like champ, I'm anyway. surprised neither one of you guys have this tag team on there. I got Marshall and Ross Von Eric. Oh, I, I, I think <laughs> their upside is a tag team that, that they actually have a very mm. bright future. And now this one's going to get me some heat. This is my number five spot. People are going to say he's made it. He's the NXT. If you say Rain Yaska, I'm I'm stopping. <laughs> he's no, in no, NXT. No. So <laughs> no, no, no. The, people are going to tell me that this guy's you know he's the current NXT champion. Oh, um, he's already made it. Carrying Cross's upside from where he's at right now, mm-hmm. especially with Scarlett and him. Yeah. I think he can go to the moon. I can see him, especially bringing down Paul That's Heyman. Gimmick. <laughs> especially bringing in Paul Heyman to comment on the match. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, this one's too close to call, stuff like that. Yeah. I think that they are building Karrion Cross and that he's going to be pushed to the moon. That's I would not great, argue that. That's a great prime target last night, by the way. Yeah, the, for those who didn't see, Paul Heyman was on it discussing the – competitiveness of this rematch about I love the prime with, target yeah with cross and Bauer and uh, I'm not trying to take away from we still got to pick a winner here but um it was so well done and to AJ's point uh NXT is doing such a good job I think of with cross here and he's kind of the guy that Vince likes and I, behind the scenes I, he looks like such a straight shooter he seems like the type of guy that Vince might like in real life too I, I'm gonna make a prediction I think Finn Balor's going over and, and I think Karrion Cross is coming to the big time. And here's the thing, too. If he didn't work out in WWE, because let's not put anything past him to drop the ball on the main roster, this guy can make it in AEW. This guy can make it in New Japan. He's got star just written all, all over If him. If you want to see Impact's biggest fuck-up, check out Karrion Cross. I was just about to say, I think he <laughs> have his spot in WWE, because if you look at what they did with him in Impact, Mm-hmm. criminally underutilized mm-hmm. and he looks like a thousand times bigger of a star now and, and, and we've seen him, that body type is favored yeah we saw him up close and personal at blood sport and let me tell you this is a legit badass looking dude mm-hmm. so all right we got to pick a winner here um i don't know if we can i feel like the names are so spread out that mm-hmm. It's like a bunch of guys have a vote here and there. I think, I mean, Pillman, Jungle Boy made a few lists. Okay, um, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, they made a few lists. I don't lists. know, but here's the thing. I got to give it to my boy. I love to give him shit. I love the fucking needle, AJ. But I didn't hear a lot of people pick these guys, but damn it, his two of his picks, the Von Erics and Cross, I really like that, and I really like Cross for that reason. And also, by the way, not enough people pick Ricky Starks, too, or Hammerstone. So now I, you have to basically gave you fucking six people. <laughs> I, I cannot tell you how pissed off I was when I heard Ricky Starks come out of fucking Oscar's mouth. Because mm. it was so hard for me to hold him off the list. Mm. That's uh, I wanted him on my list, but I couldn't not put Cross on, and I couldn't not put the Von Erics on. You know what? I'm going to say... Let's argue it between Pillman Jr. and Jungle Boy since those were only the clear... I mean, they're the By the way, nobody mentioned Hangman Page either. And that's a guy... That's another criminal thing. My God, how do we not mention Hangman Page? Where are your blind spots for these rising stars? Are you focusing on guys that are just about 
to that next level, or are mm-hmm. we talking about guys that are just starting out on the list? And, this should have been the 10 five for <laughs> <laughs> That was the toughest part to me about this list. Yeah. That's uh, you've got two guys that are so close to being mega stars in Karrion Cross and freaking Hangman Page that MGF. It, it, yeah, and MGF, MJF, same freaking thing. Yeah, MJF is the same situation crosses, basically. Another person who didn't get mentioned, Johnny Hungy. To me, Johnny Hungy is so freaking talented. He's starting. I I love him, but I feel like he's just starting to build that resume that this is, Mm -hmm. even though he's been wrestling for however many years, I feel like this is that first big exposure. And once he gets back in the ring and gets another year under his belt, I feel like he's going to be that much bigger. Well, Max well, Cassidy, wait. by the way, someone who mentioned him. Oh, that's that another, another one. one. Yeah. Like his, par- his partner's an so entertaining. Like when he's talking about, like, he made some kind of comment about um, Mox and Eddie Kingston on Dark, how they were, like, uh, talk too much, and he made, like, a shield reference. Like his raps are just on fire. I love the uh, joke about Sonny Kiss, something about – but I got a better ass. Booty, 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 Dude. booty, butt cheeks. Josh <laughs> Alexander, Ethan Page. I, I mean. <laughs> yeah, Alexander was another one that cost me my um, – So, yeah, I guess uh, out of the people that got mentioned multiple times uh, between – I'd say uh, let's just keep it to Jungle Boy and Brian Pillman. Yeah, to make it easier. Yeah, that. If that's the case, then um, – I It's yeah. got to be Brian Pillman. Jungle Boy is good, but I feel like Pillman with that name – that's going to help him just that much more. Okay, well, here's the thing. Side. AJ, um, let me ask both, you this. Both, both fathers died tragically, and both fathers were actually superstars in different AJ, areas. let me ask you this, though, to counter Joe's point a little bit. I'll ask you, who do you feel as of right now the company is more behind? Jungle, Jungle Boy, 100%. Exactly. So I, makes sense. I also yeah. disagree with Joe. I actually think that – with his last name being Perry, uh, that Luke Perry being his father, mm-hmm. and with the look that he has, if he's yeah. able to put any size whatsoever on, mm-hmm. I think he could actually be a megastar. I haven't seen the interview capability from uh, Brian Pillman that his father has yet. He hasn't yet. really been given the chance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be fair. He hasn't really been given the chance. Hey, his, the interview like, that put him over was the one on Dark Side. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's right. uh, he, he's got to reach more into that dark side and the best thing that he can do in my opinion reach for the fans to care for him and then mm-hmm. fucking swat him away i agree i think we're all saying hoping for that heel turn one day um you know i said he's the ultimate baby face coming out of dark side i think he is i think we need to build on that but then at the right moment we get that right white hot heat but, that Corey bauer always talks but about. if i have to pick between the two of them right now i'm actually going opposite of joe i'm going jungle and, and i'm going to be the difference maker in the side and i am going to lean with aj on this one because i agree i think although i like pillman and my heart wants to go with pillman I'm, and no offense to jungle boy because i love you both but i'm more of a pillman fan just because that family heritage what that means to Fucking me agreeing with me twice in one segment but <laughs> but i think when you're talking about prospect we have to go with who the company's more behind right now and I think they've put Jungle Boy in uh, positions to succeed more. They clearly are behind this guy. And, I mean, he's been with the company just a little bit longer. That could be it, too. But it is the case. So. All right, you guys, you know what the music means. Jungle Boy Jack Perry is our top future prospect of wrestling. And we're going to play a podcast commercial tonight's AEW card. Producer Joe here from the Working Fans Podcast. And at the Working Fans Podcast, this is just a podcast that three lifelong fans 
created to have a place to talk comedy and pro wrestling. Now, our comedy podcast releases every Tuesday, while our wrestling podcast releases every Thursday. We release bonus episodes under the moniker Working Fans Presents every now and then. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, any major podcast provider. The important thing is just please like, rate, review, subscribe wherever you listen to us. Now, we have started a new thing. We are now on Amazon and Audible. So those episodes release every Monday. And that's kind of going through the archives and just releasing our old episodes in a new area. So if you want to live through the process with us again, take that journey with us again. You can find us over on Amazon and Audible. Now, if you can't get enough of us in the audio form, check out our YouTube. It's youtube.com slash C slash Working Fans Wrestling Pod, or just search Working Fans Podcast on YouTube. We have the, the whole archive is up there. And if you listen to the Working Fans Podcast, you are more than familiar with the 531. That is our signature segment where we take your top five list on a particular subject, vote it down to a top three, and then debate it down to a top one. Now, guys, if you want to hear three guys talk shit about comedy, wrestling, life, anything, you will enjoy the Working Fans Podcast. Dave, AJ is back, and we are going to talk a little AEW Dynamite tonight. How how excited are you guys for Dynamite? Do you feel like it's a stacked card? I feel like without the NXT competition, I don't know. I don't get as excited for it anymore, kind of deciding which card do I want to see more. <laughs> Joe loves the divisiveness. <laughs> I, oh, I, like yeah. the choice. I like to see which main event do I want to watch tonight. Is it you know, Serena Deeb defend the NWA title, or is it something on NXT? See, I love, I like that they're on separate nights now for me because it's like, I like the fact that they can slowly take their time to build things a little more. And I think that's one thing I've noticed, uh, especially with NXT. Like with last night, we saw them do a lot more video packages. But even, you know, AEW Dynamite, Tony Khan has said, you know, we can slow down on certain things. Although it doesn't always feel like they're slowing down. And I'm not knocking them. AEW feels like the fastest two hours in wrestling. I love it. It goes by so quick and it's always so enjoyable. Yeah. Dave's just excited for some taste of some red velvet tonight. Stir it up. Stir it up. I'm going to stir your bitch ass up. (laughs) So we got Serena D versus Red Velvet for the NWA Women's Championship. Yeah. It's clear Red Velvet's not winning it, right? This well, you know what's funny about that? What's On uh, AEW Dark last night, they did an awesome video package of Red Velvet going for this belt and talking about her father, how this is in her blood. He was a boxer, and you know her wanting to chase this. And is this in her blood? Can she be denied? And I was like, damn, Like I just thought she was going to lose. It's like, you built this up. But how many people watched AEW Dark last night? Yeah, I did not. You showed me that Royce Isaacs versus Ren Narita match. Which I did not see on there, by the way. I don't know. Like, Backley sent me that, but I don't know if I missed that match because I was doing some stuff on the phone we, for a bit. 
No offense, AJ. But by, by, <laughs> by, by the way, that's friend of the show, Royce, uh, Royce Isaacks. About and Dan friend of the All show, friends. Dan Backley. But All why you must big news, brother? <laughs> but, yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I'm still going to have to go with uh, Serena. But uh, I don't know. It's interesting the way they built up. Uh, I hope Bruno Rosa comes out and we get an advancement on that AEW or that NWA championship for the upcoming NWA pay-per-view. On Don't G- forget, Rosa's still got that match coming up where she's in a loser leave. Must, I'm sorry. Must, a loser must, no, no, stay, no, loser in must stay match. <laughs> NWA, very insecure about their own product, apparently. Listen, bitch, you lose, you got to stay here. Well, <laughs> you I mean, going nowhere. Look how many people they had versus for that first run of power versus now. And they lost a lot of big people. So <laughs> don't promote that in a storyline, though. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> DVR, did he watch it? Do you think? Right? Yeah, he's going to watch the replay on Hulu and then he's going to tell nobody. <laughs> I, I I'm still He's gonna go joking. with a, I'm still gonna go with AEW tonight. <laughs> Although I might watch MLW first. I am um... MLW. They're doing episode 23 of MLW Underground, which features the war games match between the Funkin' Army and the Extreme Horsemen. I I, I, like... I remember that event. That's a hell of an event, and I uh, I'm actually looking forward to watching it. So AJ wrestled on that event. <laughs> no, no. Now, getting this back to the kick, we got Christian Cage versus Matt Seidel. I think that should be an awesome match. Could be a show stealer. Show stealer. Young Bucks versus Varsity Blondes for that AEW tag title. They're not going to win it, but I think it's going to be a hell of a showing. Mm -hmm. Do you think we'll get a little bit of um, Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian breaking up? I don't know. Um, I think this technically was taped, so otherwise I would say no. Because Frankie just lost his father recently, and no, but I think it was taped. La- God, I believe it. it was taped last week. I think it was taped flat the next day, so it might be. Yeah, so. yeah we got to have a Father's Day show. You, me, Tillman <laughs> Junior, Frank Kazarian, from Volatown. Sorry, AJ, you got stuff going on that day. We know you. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I try, I try losing my dad, but he keeps coming back. <laughs> <laughs> God, we got Hikaru Shida versus. Ru- Hikari Rebel, you fucked me up. I'm still Hickory smoke wrestling. Oh, we got so bad. That almost stops uh, Hanukkah Kimura there. Hanukkah Kimura, baby, one of the all time greats. We got AJ, Hickory Farms wrestling tonight. That's great. AJ popped me with that fucking dad joke, so I had to recompose myself. But mm-hmm. Hikaru Shida versus Rebel, uh, AEW t- women's title eliminator match. Oh, yeah. Rebel, not Reba. That's longest name in wrestling. Yeah. Rebel, not uh, Reba. Dude, that's a good topic right there. Renta is going now that she is done with MLW. Uh, apartment wrestling. Check it out. <laughs> God, that might be- you- she promoted that. I don't know. I'll tell you. But I mean, hey, you can whatever. check it out on OnlyFans. Only you can find that on. Shit, let me get that address. No, <laughs> but. We've got the acclaimed versus Moxley and Kingston, which I'm excited for. Hey, see uh, uh, Young Bucks versus Varsity Blondes. I think this is a similar situation, but with the young heels now gunning with the two superstars here. And uh, by the way, it's kind of funny when AJ said you didn't have to put a 
age on prospects earlier. Eddie Kingston is probably what twenty years in the business, but he's probably having his best career. Let's more like a prospect than ever. Yeah. So I think I think me and I think me and Eddie Kingston went to Adrian Street School together. See, I would <laughs> love to put Eddie Kingston, but as sad as it is to stay, I don't know if he's ever going to hit star status. Yeah, he, he's at he's his pinnacle gonna, right now. He's he going to could... be awesome on the mic. He's not he, going to be a bad wrestler, but I don't think he's going to be. I think he's going to get a title at some stars. point, though. Will he be a world title? I don't know, but I think Eddie Kingston, if he gets a world title, I think it'll be a Mick Foley-like situation where it'll be a little while, be like that reward for your time in the business and we love you. But, um, yeah, I don't think he's oh. going to be the top guy that they run the company with long-term. Guys, no. breaking news. We forgot a big one. How about oh, no. Chris Jericho? What's he doing? He got hurt. <laughs> Bam. There you go. <laughs> How did he get ah. hurt? Uh, the remember, foul, he, the he hurt the elbow off the um cell yeah, when he hit that the, hard concrete. The pillowcases. <laughs> the yeah, guys. isn't that ridiculous that a spot that feels so overdone in wrestling now and mm. that everybody will look down upon as so, looking so cheesy will so still stupid. hurt him? And it's like, what are you hurting yourself for at that what, Yeah, what did you gain by this? He got legitimately hurt. And because the cameraman picked up on everything, it was like everybody said, what a phony-looking, fake-looking spot. And the guy got legit hurt off it too. So it's like oh. you didn't win. It's like I would imagine it's like being in the ring with a guy whose punches look like shit, but they actually fucking bust you open for real and hurt you. It's like and this with is a the broken worst. nose. Yeah, Jesus. this is the worst. Um, but. here's my problem with that situation. We talk about how phony that bump looked because of everything that happened. There's still dangerous. all the fan- yeah, all the fans are upset about it. Where the fuck were these fans when they were crying and whining about Matt Hardy taking the unsafe bump and freaking yeah, landing legitimate. on the concrete? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He lands yeah. legitimately on hard shit. People are upset. Chris mm-hmm. Jericho lands on a bed, hurts mm-hmm. himself, and people are upset. I mean, let's just say it. We're the Working Fans Podcast. Fans are assholes. <laughs> but hey, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> also, by the way, that cameraman, the cameraman should be fired. He <laughs> <laughs> took a shit on Chris Jericho's leg. So the last <laughs> match that I noticed was Anthony Agogo versus Austin Gunn. Mm. And then we're going to have like the inner circle responding to the Pentacles challenge, I bet, for Stadium Stampede. <laughs> and new TNT champion Mara we're going to hear from. Austin and, Gunn, and, baby. And, Am I the only one who has no interest in Anthony Agogo hmm. whatsoever? Well, I mean, we've built them all. And AJ, you've been watching wrestling long enough, like I have too. And yeah. all you're seeing is one punch from a guy. It's a little concerning that he might not have much else in the tank. I have a ton of interest because I heard him on a lot of the early darks. Yeah. He's got a good personality. Sure. Obviously, he's been limited in the rings so far. And I, I don't want to see him on the this early. We haven't seen a proper match out of him really mm-hmm. tonight. It's going to well, be that's a look. Yeah, and tonight's not going to be a proper match either. Austin Gunn's going to bump his ass a little bit, take a fucking punch to the gut, and it's going to mm-hmm. be over. Right. So- I mean, it would be real interesting to see how it's booked with Cody. But if one thing we learned about Cody, especially in this situation with Shaq and everything like that, Cody seems pretty good at handling himself with yeah. these raw talents. So I'm I'm starting to see an Ivan Drago situation here, Drago situation here from. You think Rocky Cody's Ford. gonna let us down on fucking Memorial Day weekend? <laughs> Memorial, you know, we're about showing up as the American Dream, baby. Oh yeah, baby, we're gonna no. you up. 
What did you guys think of that promo last weekend? Because I felt like it started off in old Bill Watts territory, somehow ended up in a Cody promo. And to me, it just felt too all over the place. I knew what he was going for, but how much anti-England sentiment is there? Well, 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 first of all, it started off as straight fire and turned to dog shit. Secondly, um, I'm all right with the anti-English. I mean, I, fucking... I hate the Brits. Hey, um, I got to whoop their listen. ass in 76. We'll do it again. I, I was going to say, you went hit by your dad a few minutes ago, so you'll, anybody I, could be an enemy to you. I'm going to disagree with AJ a little bit on this. I actually thought it started off bad, but the fire at the end got made it a little better. But the big issue with the whole thing was that, and I think they talked about this on post-wrestling. I know Joe listens to that. As uh, if we had built Anthony Agogo more as this I hate America guy leading into this, then it would maybe make more sense. Instead, it was like, wait, are we going to have a flag match? What's going on? <laughs> I thought that's really He's going to try to reach, get that flag. Wait, I've heard about Anthony Agogo when he has done no anti U.S. sentiment in any of his. He, he just did on Elevation Dark just the other day, but that was the I, first time I ever heard it. I would After be more. <laughs> I'd be more into this match if the winner gets to punch Hugh Grant. <laughs> we hate the Brits. <laughs> Working now, fans podcast. <laughs> now, guys, you know, if, if I get to piss on Margaret Thatcher, then this is a good match. Oh, man, baby, I don't need to talk to your <laughs> fetishes with old women. In here. Just ain't that kind of yeah, you, we we got got a afternoon. You got to clean it up. <laughs> we don't have an OnlyFans yet. We on that superstars time slot coming up here. I got the kids watching. You better. Uh, we we should probably point out that she's dead, so it'd be on her grave, not actually on Margaret Reach Thatcher. Reach for the lightning bolt. <laughs> hey, if you want to see AJP on old ladies, man, get us. We'll find a Patreon level for we'll that. We'll get a Patreon. That's gonna be an expensive one. <laughs> Randy is breaking out his credit card right now. He's like, how do I enter it quick enough? <laughs> get, get ready. Get ready on Cameo. We'll come to your house and do it. <laughs> But guys, you know how we end the show every week. We got to pick a match that's most exciting to us. There's a lot of them this week, but I got to go Young Bucks Varsity Blondes. Not going to disagree. I agree. I think uh, Caster and um, the Acclaim. That's another good one. That's right there for me, but I'm going to go Bucks Blondes. So. I want to go with Red Velvet and um, uh, Serena Deeds, but I can't because I just don't think um, Red Velvet's ready yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I So I'm going to go with Max Caster and um, his partner versus um, Johnny Moxley and Eddie Kingston, the future of wrestling. I think that the promo beforehand is going to be one of the most entertaining things from both sides. Why am I blanking out on Max Caster's partner's name too? Because oh, it doesn't because it doesn't yeah. matter in ten in ten years we're not going to remember him. It's Bowen. Anthony Bowens. Bowen, yeah. In, in, in ten years we're not going to have a. Clue. He's got the Billy Gunn line where Billy Gunn would just say "suck it." He's like the acclaim has <laughs> entered or has arrived or whatever. Ma- Max Ca- <laughs> Max Caster is your Shawn Michaels in this one. So, Rand, what match are you most looking forward to tonight? And guys, let's go out with the sound bite. AJ, what do you got for us? Well, what you gonna do, brothers and sisters, when we come to you? Not this Saturday, but next Saturday, one p.m. Eastern. Fallen Saturday. The Working <laughs> Fan. June fifth. June fifth, yeah, one- which is the day after my birthday. Celebrate. Right, so celebrate AJ's birthday with yeah. us, and I'm finally hey, we- turning thirty. <laughs> For the second time, right? <laughs> like 15 years in a row. 
Oh, yeah. shit, guys. I think we're breaking poor Randy's heart. I don't think he was here for the intro. Saturday. We're not on Wednesday nights anymore. Yeah. It's the old Saturday wrestling, baby. Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon, 1 p.m. Saturday, June 5th. All right. You used to watch Superstars of Wrestling. Come on, Randy. We won't be in that time slot. Randy, I apologize. I told these guys to text you ahead of time and let you know this so that you would know. Neither one of them gave a fuck, but I apologize. <laughs> Professional. Look, guys, we've had such a good time doing this on Wednesday nights ever since we first got invited on by that old podcast network. And mm. then they left us Shout out to a cardboard them. box on the side of the highway with <laughs> rain coming down on us. Mm-hmm. Archie picked us up. He put us in the van. Mm-hmm. He's been keeping us going ever since. So Saturdays, 1 p.m., Randy, take a lunch break or do something. You got to catch us. I think it's oh, great that Joe still thinks that that was rain. Dirty. Dirty is a I love it. Those are my guys. Every time we hit them up. That's right. Instagram. God. Backs. Dirty Heels. We got to have you guys on the new Saturday show one time. Oh, absolutely. 1 p.m. But guys, enjoy your wrestling tonight and have a good week. All right. So that wraps us up for this week. Thank you again for listening to the Working Fans Podcast. So as always, you can find us on Twitter at Fans Working. Our Facebook page is Working Fans Wrestling Pod. We have email where you can reach out to us and let us know what you think also. That's Working Fans Wrestling Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Working Fans Wrestling underscore pod. And then as always, please continue to listen to us on Anchor.fm, Google Podcast, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, all your major platforms. If you're following us on Apple Podcasts, which we are also on now, and YouTube, please make sure you subscribe and give us a five-star rating. It helps us bring you these podcasts where we get to talk to you and talk with you every week. 